Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. I'm Sandeep Rao. It's a beautiful evening in the city of Bangalore. The birds are chirping. The old ladies are out for a walk. I'm having a cup of tea. The weather is just stunning. It just rained and it feels perfect. Now, just to give you context on an audio experience as opposed to just showing your photo on Instagram, that's what I want to recreate on this The Baby Bed Podcast. It's a fun episode because I'm going to be talking about something that drives our beautiful country of India. It is our love for festivals. I think we have some of the uh, most numerous number of festivals in uh, the world um, because of our sort of uh, religious diversity. So we have so many things and... Um, Let's just look at whether these are good, bad, fun, annoying, polluting, um, you know, uh, dividing, so many things. So, yeah, if you are in and up for that, do stay tuned in. And if you're a first-time listener, thanks for coming in and coming on board for the first time. I swear I will keep you for the rest of your life. See you on the other side. Festivals, 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 festivals. Now, of course, if you're sitting in Europe or in uh, America or in one of the Western countries, Christmas is one of your big ones. And, of course, you have uh, Thanksgiving. That's specific to America because you have to give thanks for raping and pillaging. But we in India, because of our religious diversity, we have a lot of lot of religions. The Muslims celebrate two, three. They have Eid, Bakreed, then they have Muharram. The Christians in India as well celebrate more uh, Oh, they have Easter. I mean, of course, all Christians celebrate Easter and Christmas. But then they have a um, few more which are local to their geography, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not an expert on religious festivals, but I want to talk about the fun aspect of them. See, I'm a Hindu. In fact, as I record this, it is a festival called Ganesha Chaturthi, which is a festival in honor of Lord Ganesha, who is a cool god. He's uh, really, really awesome. I just like his attitude. Um, he's got some good vibes about him. If he was around nowadays, I probably call him a friend, I'd hang out with him, we'd take selfies and, you know, we'd just be like, yo, what's going on? And, um, you know, my trunk is longer than yours kind of thing. But not to make this religious at all, it's just that today is one of these festivals, so I figured I want to understand the idea of what's keeping India going, because India takes um, its festivals, and more importantly, Indians uh, take their festivals very seriously. It's a very uh, integral part, big part of our culture. It's a very integral part, is that I can write English? It's an integral part of our culture if uh, that word is even uh, relevant anymore because it's been raped and it's been misused so much. But it is, in this context, a part of our culture. A lot of people uh, look forward to it. Um, Now, there are two, three things which I want to talk about when it comes to festivals. One is the socioeconomic uh, situation in India. And many of you who are Indian or if you've uh, been to India know about the disparity, the socioeconomic disparity. Some of the richest people in the world and some of the most poor people in the world live here. And yes, the gap is just widening, but I feel that one thing that keeps Indians positive is our attitude, of course, and our resilience, but also festivals play a very, very important role. Now, I don't want to talk about festivals from a religious point of view alone, because, you know, honestly, I am not the most religious person. I believe in a God more spiritually than in a physical uh, representation or an embodiment of a particular God. 
But having said that, you might be religious, you might be an atheist, but I just think Indian festivals are good for everyone. Now, from this socio-economic point of view, it gives people some hope to look forward to something in their life, which might be mundane, which might be a huge struggle. Uh, it might take away the focus from their hardship. But at the end of the day, it's an idea of sharing what you have with people around you. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people in our country politicize festivals and they make it about the Hindus versus the Muslims versus the Christians versus the Sikhs. But I think that's the really unfortunate aspect of festivals because in its essence, I think uh, the rituals, the, the, the sort of celebrations, the embodiment of a camaraderie, of family, of love and warmth and kindness and giving to people who have less than you is all there in festivals and all festivals from across uh, religions there is that aspect in India where it's not just Thanksgiving where we have to give thanks more of a symbolic giving thanks but we actually give to people here from sharing sweets to sharing uh, our home to sharing stories to sharing laughter to sharing um, warmth and kindness and also you know, we don't define it as I do charity or I give thanks. It's just a part of all Indian festivals. And I think that's a beautiful thing, which is keeping our country um, in sync for now with all the shit that we have going on with the religious divide, with the uh, political divide, with the ideology divide, with social media divide. There's a lot of hate in this country, but there are a few things that are keeping it knit together, which is hopefully... Uh, not fraying too quickly, but it's very, very threadbare. <laughs> if you've followed anything in India right now, there's a lot of, um, you know, polarization when it comes to all aspects of life. So, yeah, this uh, festival you might have heard of called Diwali does a similar thing. A lot of people, I mean, of course, now, before I continue, there is a disclaimer. Every uh, religion has its ups and downs. Every festival has its ups and downs. Um, of course, Diwali comes with the idea of uh, pollution because of the firecrackers and the pollutants involved. And of course, it comes, you know, cruelty to animals and of course, exploitation of children who make these fireworks. In no way am I discounting the damage and um, other things which are so associated with Indian festivals that they're loud, they're noisy, they violate a sense of civic um, rest where people are blocking the roads, and, and especially Bombay, it's huge. This festival of uh, Ganesha Chaturthi where they immerse the Lord Ganesha and uh, a lot of the times the city comes to a standstill because of this particular aspect of the festival. So all those things are there. I'm not trying to defend any festival. I'm just trying to highlight this particular idea of a festival, which I think is good for India. And as mentioned, those are those elements of love and kindness and sharing. And it brings people together because in this, in this social media era where the Western world especially is facing so much of this identity crisis, which we are copying blindly, which we are just sort of following because Facebook and Instagram is just something which we think that, oh, America knows best, Americans know best, and we're just blindly using that. So there, there's a sense of loneliness, there's a sense of crisis when it comes to your identity as an individual, as a youth. It comes to a sense of insecurity, a sense of loss, because you have no clue who you are, what you are, where you belong. And the family ties are really weak because it's all about the idea of the individual. So therefore, you're seeing a lot more of these crazy things like suicide, depression, gun violence, kids going out there, losing their shit, their self-harm, their body harm. So the thing in this situation, especially from, a, I'm not saying the festival is a solution, but when you're having that, those symptoms are so evident when it comes to social media, especially in today's volatile, quick success. Let's get out there, make it big, quick, big social media influencers. I want to change the world kind of thing. 
it's very important to have this idea that you're not alone and this idea you belong to a community and there's an idea of someone caring for you who is not just doing it because you are popular or you could benefit them. So I think this idea from uh, the lower stratus of society to even the uber cool and the uber rich part of Indian society, I think is something which is keeping our uh, sanity in check to a certain extent. There are a lot more things because now, of course, Indian parents are following the Western concept of, you know, um, you know, we'll work, TV dinners, we'll come back late, the kids are going to get, you know, swiggy, whatever. Uh, they can get online for the entertainment. They do their tutoring online and everything's online. The competition's high. So there is a lot of that model coming in. So, you know, I, I don't know how long this is going to last because, you know, I'll give you an example. When we uh, have a festival at home, my mom and dad really love having people over. And from many years when my, um, you know, my father's mother was around, we, we, we live in the same home. It was an entire preparation for that festival. You have to make all the necessary sweets. You have to make a certain number of dishes. You have to make a certain number of things that you pack and give away to people. You have to give people something new. could be something small, something big. You have to call people over. You have to visit people. So that entire day, it's just one day. And it's not just one day in a year because you have different festivals. But it's an idea that you don't have to just make it big for yourself and you don't have to like earn and succeed you can actually just let go and realize that you do have a family you do have people who have uh, been in your life and who you're responsible for in a certain way because everyone gets older everyone gets sicker everyone is not as prosperous everyone does have good and bad days and these are people where you came from these are people who represent your family your ancestry your heritage your culture your community it just instills and reinforces this idea that you know it's not just about you it's not just about me i want to be the best version of myself i am more successful i make money it's not that anymore because there are people who might be bigger in your family today you might not be as successful tomorrow it might be that the tables turn on you and you might be successful, the other person not. But things balance out because it's not that just family is everything and blood means everything. It's just sometimes good to realize that it's not just an online community. It's not a social media group. It's people who are, however annoying, however, you know, clannish and small-minded and conservative and traditional. That's where you come from, man. And that's uh, something which is important to understand and realize when... We have this epidemic of loneliness. Last week I spoke about the, uh, I spoke about relationships last week, but the week before that about social media influences. In this epidemic of trying to prove to yourself and trying to stand out, be different, be influential, be, you know, that person who everyone wants to be and wants to follow. It's good to realize that if those things don't work out, you have somewhere to go. So, yeah. I know it became more about emotions and psychology and sociology and whatever I'm not qualified to talk about. But I just think that uh, this is keeping us a little grounded when we easily uh, can just lose it all and just become a 1.3 billion uh, version of uh, America and Europe. And I think a lot of the people who haven't got this prosperity are the ones actually keeping India sane because... They're the ones who actually are positive, you know. Life is a lot harder for them. They don't just bitch about broadband or... Which is happening now with all these geo things and they, they, there are a lot more people who have access to the internet and smartphones. But for the most part, there are a lot of people who are still real about it. They're like, you know, I'm just going to put my head eye, head eye and life isn't fair, but I'm not going to bitch and moan about it. I'm not going to put a post on it. I'm going to 
blog about it, blog about it, podcast about it. I'm just going to wake up in the morning and get some shit done. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to get smashed at the wine shop tonight. <laughs> so yeah, that's festivals. Of course, if you do like Indian festivals, then let me know what you like about them. If you had something fun this year at a festival, at a family get-together, let me know. And of course, if you do disagree with what I'm saying, you can obviously feel free to comment on wherever you see this, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, on my Facebook page, Audioboom, or on Instagram. Yeah, so do that if you can. I will be very happy to answer all your questions and all the criticism as well. Till next week, I'll be back. I'm Sandeep Proud. This has been the Baby Bed Podcast. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.